Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. Today, I'm I'm so excited and I'm always grateful to have you join us on another episode of Real Talk with Grace Redman. I have the gift and the privilege to connect with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. And today, I am so excited and it's a gift to have the incredible Allison Chavez on with me. Allison is a prosperity and success coach for ambitious, God-centered women. She teaches women how to get phenomenal results with ease, bend time and space, achieve their goals without hustle or grind, and shape the reality in feminine energy. She is a sought-after speaker on mindset, prosperity, universal laws, and success strategies. Allison believes that challenge is necessary on your success journey, but the struggle isn't. Her mission is to end the struggle and bring joy to the lives of millions of women around the globe. And I am so excited and honored to welcome Allison Chavez today. Grace, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's my pleasure. Like I've been so excited to have this chat with you this morning because your um, philosophy is right up my alley. It's what I live and breathe and and teach. And I always just love being in that light, like-minded energy. So thank you so much. Mm, My pleasure. Yes. Yes. I, what something that fascinates me, um, about you is, is your story and how quickly you turn things around. I know that there was a time that, you know, you were a coach and really hustling and working hard. And although you were doing all of those things, you found yourself in, you know, a, a tremendous amount of debt, you know, 45 pounds overweight, struggling emotionally, mentally, financially. And it sounds like, you know, you're really going through it. And what amazes me is that when that light bulb clicked, you're able to turn that around in a five month period. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so can, you, can, can we start, you know, start there? Cause I, girl, I have so much to talk about with you. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you want me to start a little bit with the struggle, give you a little bit of story about the struggle and then uh, yeah, what turned it all bit. around? Yeah. Just a little bit of that. And then we can go to the rise and to the elevation. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so I've been in this online space for 10 years, had no idea what I was doing, getting into it, had no idea how to build a company, much less do it online. But that was the direction the God and the universe gave me. And I was like, okay, let's do it. But I didn't have the right mindset. I certainly didn't know about feminine energy. I knew about universal laws, but I didn't know how to really apply them in powerful ways in my own life. And so I relied on hustle and grit and my own dogged determination and blood, sweat and tears, you know, like living the dream, right? And, you know, being that 
female entrepreneur. Um, and I built my company to multiple six figures in just over two years. Um, but I didn't have the right mindset and the strength to hold it. So because I kept telling myself, I'm not enough. I don't actually make a difference. I don't know what I'm doing. What if I can't sustain this? This is so much bigger than me. Who do I think I am? It was, it was all of that stuff. And because your reality will always match your beliefs, right. um, my business began to tank. So we talked about um, enormous amounts of debt. We had $150,000 in debt. 90 grand of it was in credit card debt as I was trying to build my business. Um, we were in a financial freefall for about two and a half years, which is where I packed on those 45 pounds because I was so afraid to fall. And mm -hmm. our, our bodies love us so much. What better way to cushion than our, to right. cushion the fall than 45 extra pounds on your butt? Mm -hmm. And so I, when I landed, I had a rare moment of clarity where I thought, oh, oh, wow, I, I created this and I didn't mean to, like, I finally put the beat up stick down long enough to realize I, I actually didn't mean to create this. This is how powerful I am. I created exactly what I didn't want. And I remember thinking, I bet you I can create my way out of this. I had been teaching mindset. I've been teaching universal law. Um, but I was like, I, I have to know for myself whether this actually works for me or not. And things can't get a whole lot worse than what they are. Like there's really no place to go, but up from here. And that's where the experiment started. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if, if my thoughts really are powerful to reshape my reality. And so I started an experiment. And this was August of 2018. And I have four children. I've been married. I've been married for almost Amazing. 26 years God now. Um, and I, I enrolled two of them in, into this thought experiment because the other two were already off and in college. And so this was August. And I was like, all right, I want to see what we can create that feels impossible to us right now by the end of this year. And for me, my dream was a week vacation in Hawaii with my family of six and, and ladies like, and gents, I, I just have to let you know, like that, that was impossible. We, I couldn't just like put on a credit card and be like, oh, we manifested it. The universe is amazing. Like there, there was no way that I could get my family of six to Hawaii for a week right before Christmas time. But that was what my soul longed to do. My husband picked his goal. My daughter, who was yeah. 11 at the time, picked hers. And then my 13-year-old son picked his. All completely different. And we started working on our thoughts. I started looking and diving into wealth consciousness and in universal laws and how they actually worked. And, and here's the thing. Every single one of us, created what we wanted within 90 days. Every one of us. Now they, now some of them didn't show up until the end of the year. Like my daughter wanted dog. She wanted a dog. She ended up getting a dog for Christmas, um, which was out of the realm of possibility because I didn't even want a dog. So she had to get through me <laughs> to even get a dog. That's a whole other story in itself. Um, but, and we ended up spending mid-December in Hawaii with That's my amazing. family. And it, and it chokes me up because I'm in Maui right now and we've say. been spending a month here because we want to move here. So I've been practicing what it's like to live in paradise and I have an ocean view and I just think, wow, how far I came, how far I came from that woman who just felt like the world's biggest loser and felt like the world's biggest screw up. And as I started really owning my own power in everything I created and really claiming everything I created, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between and stop victimizing myself from it, 
ladies, things will change and they will change fast. And this experiment was fun. It was so fun and it was filled with ease and it was filled with joy. And there was so much learning that was going on. And for the first time in a very, very long time, I finally felt alive. Like my heart and my soul came alive during that time. And we have just skyrocketed from there. You, I, I'm, I'm getting emotional with you because I, I can relate because I created as well from that hustle and grind. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not sustainable. No. And once you start embracing the universe and, and owning your worth, the way things move and how quickly you can manifest, I can't even express it. You have to experience it like you've experienced it. You know, it's, and, and, and that's why I love having you here to tell the story because like you said, we are creating our lives. Now, if we are creating these messes, we can create in the other direction. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And it's so much easier to create in the other direction. It, it really is. I mean, people think this manifesting thing is really hard. No, what you're doing right now is hard. Mm -hmm. The thoughts that you're in, the belief systems that you have, who you are being right now, that is hard. That is struggle flipping it on its head and learning how things actually work and getting out of your own way. That is so simple. And that is amazing. And, and you talk about, I love this. You use the phrase stupid, simple. Uh -huh. What does stupid, simple look like? Because, because in, you know, a lot of times when I connect, they're like, you know, it's so hard to change. It's so hard. But like you said, it's so much harder to stay in that guck. But you said, you know, we can make it stupid simple. What, what you, you have to make it stupid simple. At least I had to make it stupid simple because I like stupid simple. Uh, because it works. Oh my goodness, stupid simple works. But here's the thing: like we're like these adults, right? And we feel like we have to be sophisticated, so everything has to be super complicated because mm. we live in this convoluted societal belief system that you have to prove that you deserve it, and you have to work really hard to earn it. And the harder you work, then the more worthwhile that struggle was, which is absolute baloney. It is it complete is. BS. And so I I started doing these little exercises and these little techniques strategies. And I made them really, really simple. And I call them stupid, stupid, simple, because people are just, people easily scoff at them. So I had to create a baseline because remember I'd been free falling financially for two and a half years. I was in scramble. I was in massive hustle. I couldn't sleep. Oh my gosh. I was, I was working in anxiety 24 seven. It was, it, it was, wow. It was, it was exhausting. It was absolutely exhausting. And so I had to create a baseline that I was safe no matter what happened. And that everything always worked out for me. Everything always worked out for me. So I created a game out of it. Now, the thing about, and I, and I actually use some brain science with it as well, because your brain will filter out any beliefs that don't, or any thoughts that don't match with your own belief system. Okay. So like we have this belief system that everything has to be hard and that, it ha and that it's really hard to change. And so I had to challenge that. And I had to challenge the, 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 the inner talk that things aren't going to work out. And, oh, what if this ends in disaster, like financial cliff, you're taking your family off the financial cliff. Like I had to combat that in really stupid, simple ways. And I started, and I started with everything is always working out for me, but I had to find evidence that backed that up because the brain will just kick it right out. It's why affirmations don't work for most of the population. It just creates internal conflicts because you're not finding evidence that backs up what you would prefer to believe. And so I started looking like all around me in my immediate area. And I remember the first time I did this, it was December. I lived, I lived in Utah at the time. 
and it was so freaking cold that day. And I was supposed to MC for a live event. And I was so close to tears and breakdown. I, I had no business, no business MCing this event, but I had committed. I was on my way to, on my way there. And I was like, I have got to get myself out of this right now. I'm the one in charge of the energy of this whole event. And so I started looking around and I was driving a van, a minivan at the time. And at that time it was my dream car. And so I, I started looking around and I'm like, do you know what? The heater's on and it's warm mm. and that's working for me. That's working for me right now. I can turn on the stereo and get music and I love music and that's working for me right now. We had heated leather seats and those were turned on and my butt was warm. And I remember thinking my butt's warm. Everything is, everything works out for me. Like I can do anything if I have a warm backside and, <laughs> and it was, a, and it was a beautiful, clear day that was working for me. And I was looking at all of this evidence that everything was always working for me, was always working out for me. There wasn't any traffic that was working out for me. I had at least a half a tank's worth of gas so I could get there and get back with no problem. But I started taking those little dumb things in my immediate environment. And I looked at the clock when I started this this experiment. And then I looked at it again for when I started feeling better. It took two minutes, two minutes for me to calm down. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that's exactly what it is. It's changing the state. We got to change it. We got to change it energetically. And I find that it's actually a whole lot easier for me to change my state using my thought than it is for me to like jump up and down. Like with all due respect to Tony Robbins, he's all about changing your physical state. And he's like, you punch the air and you jump and you drop to your knees and then you get back up and you drop to your knees. And I'm like, I got to get my Fitbit on and put it on <laughs> workout. Cause I got to know how many calories I'm burning <laughs> right now. I would, I would much rather. And, and there is, there is a lot to changing your physical state sure. for sure. Go out for a walk, you know, get your heart pumping and all of those things. But at that moment, it was, it was finding evidence that everything is always working out for me. And I'm, supported right here. And I think this is where um, everybody's falling down right now uh, because look at the news and look at everything around you where it's all just going to crap. And, and, and always, and I appreciate you yeah. saying that grace, like it's, yeah. there's never any good news on the news ever. There wasn't any good news 10 years ago. There's certainly no good news today. Um, so do yourself a favor and stop watching the news, but start changing your state with your thoughts. And, and, I, and I love that because you said, and it is scientific, our mind will give us evidence of what we believe yes. and the moment, and it's a habit. So when you yes. start, you started focusing on, you know, the things that, that are working for you, then you're going to get more of what's working. Then you're going to have more evidence of the things that are working, but it's a constant, ha it's a constant it practice. It is. It is. Too. Like if I fall off, I notice, you know, my negative thoughts come back and then I have to take a, a stop and say, okay, what's working? Because our yes. mind's naturally wired to go to the negative as um, a safety mechanism, but we're not being chased by wild animals. Oh, right. Being chased by the news, but not the wild animals. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it really is like being in this really great awareness. And I think without any judgment, first of all, like massive awareness, zero judgment. Yes. But I, I've also found that a lot of people will take a technique like this and they'll try to manipulate their circumstances. And that's like, what I want to talk to you about, because you said, and I love this gratitude. We could, we can unconsciously use gratitude as a manipulation weapon. Yep. Can we speak on that? People do it all the time. And I did it. And that's why I, I, I know I so do. well. So we do. We do. So we look around and we're like, okay, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything. Now change it all. 
do I have more money? Do I have more clients? Am I thinner? Am I healthier? Do I have a better relationship? It's still not here yet. Oh, I, I remember when I was first building my business that I would say, thank you so much for this client. Now send 10 more. Not because I was actually, and, 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 and I was grateful for her, but I was in desperate. I was in desperate energy. I was in not enoughness. Oh, okay. She'll pay this bill, but I still have these four other bills that need to be paid. So I need at least five others so that I can feel secure right now. So, mm -hmm. so it was, it was actually a weapon of manipulation rather than a tool of success. And so what I had to do to back off all of that was I had one agenda, one, one item on my agenda only. And that was to feel better. Yes. To raise your vibration. Even, yes. even in, and for me too, when I find myself let's say I'm angry. I'm like, okay, I'm angry. I realize that I'm in that vibration. It's okay, Grace. If you can go from angry to frustrated, that's a step. Yes. Go from frustrated to annoyed. So I, I, I honor myself because, you know, for me to go from frustrated to joy, sometimes I'm like, okay, now you're being, it's too big of a jump. It's too big right. of a jump. And I really appreciate you bringing up this point because especially with women, we're taught that any negative emotion is a bad thing. And, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, and we're in this, and then we're in this energy work. Right. And so then we're like anything we're anything that we're thinking about, we're attracting to us. So anything we're feeling, we're attracting more of it to us. And then we're like, Oh no, I'm so angry. Oh shoot. I'm in scarcity. That means I'm going to pull more scarcity to me and I'm doing it wrong. Delete, delete alt change. And then we get all kinds of tied up and knots. But I love that you like you'll honor where you are. When you honor where you are, you're just acknowledging where you are and you let yourself feel the feels. What the problem happens is when we start wallowing in the feels, right. when we start feeling more anger and stoking the anger, or stoking the frustration or stoking the despair or stoking the discontentment or like whatever it is, that's where we run into problems. But we have we have to process. We, we, we mm -hmm. must. We must process. But we don't have to be in anger for the entire weekend. That's right. Like be in anger for several minutes if that's what you need, process through it and then move into frustration mm -hmm. and then move into being annoyed and then move into like, how is this actually working for me? Right. Um, but I love that. process. Well, that's the other thing. Like how, how can we process what we you know? Cause we have to process. So one of the questions was, well, I think you just answered it, like giving ourselves that space because we have to process it. And we, we, we're not honoring as women, like we always have to be joyful and happy. And yes, I, I am in that space. And that's, I strive to continuously be in that space. But if I'm going to be real and honest, of course, there's times I'm not and I have to process. Yes, but here's but but here's where we get stuck, especially as women, we get stuck in process. I, I hear this from past clients. I, I used to hear this from clients all the time. Well, I just need to process that. And I'm like, well, how long do you need to process it? Right. Like, do you, do you need a month? Do you need six months? Do you need 20 more years right? to process this? Or can you just be healed? I like that because what I'm starting to realize, like, okay, it's there. We know our core theme stories. It is what it is. Like, I don't feel like processing anymore. Oh, of course you're going to, I'm going to talk through things. Yeah. However, like, I feel like, I need to integrate, like it's been, you know, so much deep diving and so much deep healing. Okay. Been there, done that. Now it's time to integrate and rise. And yes. that's why I love your formula for rising. Cause I could relate to, to so many of these and, and just when you live by these statements, your life is incredible. Like, and you manifest so quickly. One thing I loved, which I've been feeling this week is nutrition is directly linked to intuition is what you wrote. 
Yes. When we're feeding our body high vibration foods, are like I feel a difference. So can you talk to me a little bit about that statement? Nutrition is directly linked to intuition. Yeah. So if we if we want to be able to receive those divine downloads from our higher power, we have to be a clean vessel. And we know how we feel when we eat high sugary foods. We feel sluggish. We don't, I, I, I feel like I need to go brush my teeth. If I'm, if I've been chawing on chocolate for a long time, I've got that awful film on my teeth and I'm like, Oh, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm a clear, clean vessel to be able to get that download. And so, um, that's why I don't drink soda. It's why I don't drink alcohol. It's because I, I want to be able to recognize those downloads and that intuition because intuition, as you know, most of the time is subtle. Their yes. time, it's, it's very subtle little nudges. They come in as flashes. They come in as, as in, as ideas and, and there's no judgment attached to it. And it's in our own voice. So it can be very easy to dismiss a nudge or to dismiss our intuition um, if we're not attuned to it. And it's really hard to get attuned if we've got, if we've got indigestion going on because our body's trying to process through all these toxins and release toxins. And so we can't actually receive the communication that God wants to have with us on a daily basis. Mm. Now, does that mean I don't ever eat sugar? No, I have a small bag of peanut M&Ms that are just sitting mm. on the counter and I pop two or three of them every once in a while because I really, really enjoy it. But it's not, you know, it's not every single day I got to have, you know, the Costco bag of peanut M&Ms by me because I'm numbing because my life is so void of sweetness. I have to shove sweetness mm. into my body because other things aren't sweet. Um, and so, it really, it really is. Your nutrition is directly linked to your intuition. So if you want to get more in tune to it, then start cleaning up the way that you eat. And again, it's a process. And so just a little bit better every day. If the easiest thing for me to do was to drink more water every day. That's where I started with an extra cup of water. And that helps flush through toxins. And then, and then I started, you know, substituting the, the processed foods with the raw foods, just a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to go, we, we live in this all or nothing society and we swing right. from extreme to extreme. So don't do that because you can't sustain it. You want to have things that you can sustain. Um, but not only will you sleep better, you'll, you won't have that brain fog anymore. You'll have greater energy throughout the day and your body will start loving you and responding to mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. in ways. Well, your body always loves you, but you won't be, you won't be at odds with each other anymore. And then you'll start getting these, these really great ideas and and, and, and sometimes you'll just feel so loved. Like, have you noticed that grace? Like sometimes like you get those intuitive hits and it's just like, you're doing really well. You're on oh, the right track. Keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's amazing when those hits, hits come like today, when you came on and I saw the giraffe behind you, I'm like, Allison, is that a giraffe? You don't even know. That's like my spirit animal. Uh, and, and, and that those are the messages that, that simple. I could have totally missed it if mm -hmm. I, you know, wasn't, um, you know, grounded this morning. Um, and you hit on something else. We're all or nothing society yeah. for the most part, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's really not all or nothing. And that used to be me. I used to be like all or nothing, but that's not, that's not realistic. And I love what you said. And that's how I've changed my life is, you know, I just got 1% better every day or every week or every month. And it was a process for me to get where I, you know, I am today. And I understand that I'll, I'll keep getting just a little bit better. It's not all or nothing. It's not going to come in one big bam. It's all those tiny things we do each day that create the great transformations. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we talk we talk about how fast you can manifest, but remember, it was five months from the time we started the thought experiment to the time everything manifested. It was five months. That's how many days? That's 150 days. I still had to go through every single day. It wasn't like then I changed and like, boom, in a snap of my fingers, everything was different. And I think this is where, this is where people forget, like time lag is here to help us. It's, it's to help us become different people, to run different programs, to be inspired by different things. Um, and to, and to like change that level of person that we are being in the moment with our thoughts, with our behaviors, with our habits, with our actions, like with, with all of those things. And time is in our favor for that, but it doesn't have to take five years. It can take right. five months. It can take some, some, some things I've manifested really, really quickly in a day or in a couple of weeks, but you still have to go through that time frame and continue to practice, which is why the all or nothing just doesn't work. It's not no. sustainable, no, it's but, it, and, and we experience contrast every single day. All day long. We do. We do. And we, we think that contrast is this bad thing, but it's not. It's God and the universe love us so much that we get to experience the opposite of everything every single day. And we get to choose. Mm -hmm. The most important thing that we've given is been given is our free will. And so mm -hmm. I can, I have absolutely 100% control over what thought I'm going to choose into. Am I going to choose into, I'm too tired and I'll do it tomorrow thought, or am I going to choose into, you know what? It's okay. I've done things tired before. Yeah, this is something that's really important to me. And I'm the kind of person that keeps her commitments or like whatever it is in that moment. And, and you said we have choice. Always. 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 And I didn't always believe that because I there's certain times where I was in a situation like I don't have a choice, but there's always a choice. Always. And there's, I, I want to talk to you about my own experiment and, and lead into two things. So I, I love how you talked about the experiment and the time because in January, I started my own experiment. And the experiment was I had, even though I had come a long way, I found myself, um, it's sneaky. The hustle and grind is sneaky. So I found mm -hmm. myself that I was still hustling and grinding and I burnt out, not to the level I had burnt out, you know, the years before. So in January, mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to experiment and I'm really going to create from a place of ease and grace at my pace. And every time I was about to hustle, I pulled back and I stopped. And, and I worked on this with my coach and in my mastermind. And I said, let's see what happened. Well, the business wasn't doing so good in those first few months because, you know, I'm used to hustle and grind and go and boom, the abundance comes. Mm -hmm. I didn't care. I said, it's okay. Stay in this trajectory. Stay in the ease. Stay in the grace. Stay in the joy. Stay in the connecting and building the relationships instead of the numbers. Six months later, boom, it all turned around. The like it, it, the floodgates opened on the business. And I was like, whoa, this worked. It was like, I'm still, and, and I'm going to the end of the year, you know, um, but so, like, I'm, I'm amazed. Uh, and, and whenever I wanted to go back to that hustle, I was like, stop grace, because you know, the laws. And that's what I want to go to next, because I created from a masculine energy and, and we both, yeah. we all have both. And we all need mm -hmm. both. But then when I switched in January, say, okay, now I'm going to create from a feminine energy. I didn't really even know what that means. So can you 
tell us the difference creating from the masculine and the feminine? Yeah. So the easiest way to put it is that the masculine is the doing energy and the feminine is the being energy. And, and, and highly ambitious women are really dialed into the doing. Um, in fact, that that's the biggest thing that my clients ask me, how do I be like, just show me what do I do so I can be <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, and, and it is, it is because we have a lot of evidence that hustle and grind work. They do, they do, they but do. at what, but at what cost it's the cost of our soul. It's the cost mm -hmm. of our radiance. It's the cost of our joy, um, where we're, we just feel like this worn out husk by the end of it. You know, we reach our goal and all we feel is tired or you right. feel unfulfilled. And then we got a coach that's like, all right, now double that. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, are you kidding me? I just gave my entire soul for that. And now I got to, I got to freaking die. 10 exit. I'm tired. Damn it. Oh, doll, right? Like all of that. And so it really, it really is that, it really is that being energy. And so, and I imagine grace that it was quite tempting. I imagine you had to be quite firm with yourself from time to time, especially when you're like, it's not coming in. It's not coming yeah. in. Where's all the money. This is supposed yeah. to work. Like you had to be really firm with like, uh-uh. Uh, we have, we've got to prove to ourselves that this other way works because it's not about the destination. It's about the journey because the journey, the journey is the destination. So mm -hmm. if you're in hustle and grind in the journey, the destination is going to feel that same way. Cause now you're going to be like, Oh crap, now I got to sustain this. So okay. I got to continue in that hustle and grind. And so what you did, you're like, no, this has got to be filled with ease. This has got to be filled with joy. That's the being. Yes. That's and the being. And pleasure. And you and pleasure. About, yes. Um, how can women use pleasure as a success tool without guilt or shame? And, and, and when I was having fun and experiencing pleasure, I'm like, God, like I felt guilty. I should be working. I'm like, nope, stay in the pleasure. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's that because we live a society that has taught us for thousands and thousands of years that there's no value in play. And that there's no value in pleasure and that the, and that the feminine is girly and that the feminine is frivolous and whimsical and we have to work first and then we can play. But guess what? The work is never done. So we can never play. And I, I don't know how many women, you know, but most of the women I talk to are like, I'm a terrible receiver. I can buy gifts for everybody except for me. And, and we wear this, like, it's a thing to be proud of. I'm like, you're a woman, you're built to receive, like we're natural receivers and, and you're bragging about how you have a really hard time spending money on yourself or receiving compliments or any of that. So it really is, if you're going to use pleasure as a tool for success, rather than as the weapon of destruction that we've been taught to use it as, mm -hmm. you've got to understand what pleasure and play does for a woman. It's amazing. It, it, it fills us up. It actually mm -hmm. helps us to be more focused. Mm -hmm. It helps us to see the solutions a whole lot faster. So if you want to get your work done faster, then you've got to be in pleasure and you've got to be in play on the daily, not every quarter where you take a long weekend to unwind from everything. And then you're back at it on Monday. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta weave in pleasure mm -hmm. and play and downtime every day as yes. part of your practice. And at first you are going to feel guilty. You are going to feel like you're wasting time, but when you start really trusting in feminine energy, and that's, that's the, that's the, the energy of the vision. That's the energy of your desire. That's the energy of play and your imagination and pleasure and all of that. And you start allowing yourself to receive that. 
darn if we're not right, Grace. Like you get back into your office and you're like, oh my gosh, I just got the greatest idea for the, a post. Or oh, there, oh, there's that missing piece right there that I've been hunting for for the last three days. Like it makes us more focused. It makes us more productive. It, yes. it helps us to get more work done in a shorter amount of time. Um, it literally is a tool for success for women. Hundred percent, and like I said, that's part of my experiment. You know, it was more fun, less work, earn more, play more, and it's 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 working. You know, again, like I have till December, I'm still. But it took six months for it to just go boom, um, but it did. Like you know, that's why you said you know it took five months, and for me, so it does take a little bit of time. But it's not like you said five years. Yeah, and I I love this trajectory that I'm on, and I want to stay on it. And part of it also is again, I'm going back to your formula for rising up. Faith in God is your fortune. Yes, faith in God is in your fortune. And leverage the little literal forces of trust, faith, and gratitude. Yep. That's the feminine energy right there. Yeah. Right there. It is. In, faith in, is truth faith. spoken in advance. Yes. That that's that's the easiest definition I've ever heard about mm -hmm. faith. Faith mm -hmm. is truth spoken in advance. Faith is evidence of things unseen is what the Bible tells us. Mm -hmm. um, it's the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things unseen. You, you haven't seen it with your physical eyes, but you certainly see it with your spiritual eyes. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. moving in that direction. It's moving the direction of your vision. It's moving in the direction of your desires. Mm -hmm. um, no matter what is going on, it's truth regardless of appearances. Yes. And that is, that is a skill. That is a skill that is so undeveloped in today's I day agree. and age. I agree. And there's so many, I think Jim Carrey was one of them, but so many um, very, very successful, you know, people that we all know, they talked about, or they talk about, they knew with unwavering faith, with certainty that they would succeed, that they would step into their, you know, their, their passion success. And they do. And so that goes back to, to the faith, just having that unwavering faith. Uh -huh. Can I talk for just a second about certainty? Yeah. Because I believe that that is a superpower that we all need. But most people have certainty backwards. Mm. What they want is certainty that if they do X, then Y will happen. Mm. If I do it this way, then I'm guaranteed this result and this form. And then this is the step that's going to happen. And this is the step that's going to happen. And that's when people start micromanaging the journey. And and then they get in their way and they have to know how, and I'm not going to take a step until I know exactly how it's all going to work out. And it's got to work out according to my own blueprint. And then you start, man, you cut yourself off from so much universal help. You yeah. want, you want to talk about being able to leverage the power of the universe. You have to stop micromanaging. And so the certainty that you're after is you will be successful. The certainty that everything always works out for you. That's the certainty. That I love that because it reminds me of, uh, release the how, be open to the how. Uh-huh. And, uh -huh. and you also write, live in certainty, live in possibilities. Yes. And I yes. feel like we, li we live in the what if this way, what if the negative thing happens? But yeah, well, what if living in the possibility? Yeah. I, 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 there was, there was a, there was a poem. I can't, and I can't remember who wrote it and I'm, and I can't remember the poem, but so I'll just, I'll just um, paraphrase it. But it was, they were trying to learn how to fly. And they said, like, but what if I fall? And the mama bird said, oh, but darling, what if you soar? 
Mm. What if you soar? And so let's talk about that. Let's yeah. think about that. But what if I soar? What if I can cash flow every part of my life and not live in scarcity? What if only good can come from this challenge? What if challenges only are initiations to my next level of greatness? What if that? Then we wouldn't shy away from the challenge. Then we wouldn't shy away from, from, the, from the problem because we would tell ourselves only good can come of this. Yes. Only good. Oh, that that's, that's the powerful. trust that I'm talking about. That's the certainty mm. that I'm talking about. That we need more than ever before. We really do. That's so powerful, Allison. Right there, the what if. It's so powerful. I just want to sit in that for a minute because, like, yeah. I feel this energy flowing. What if? It's beautiful. Something else I want to ask you about, which um, I love, is bending time and space. Mm-hmm. Girl, tell me about that. It's so fun to do. And it's actually really, really practical. It's about leading with your feminine. It's about being playful. It's about being flirty with your work. It ties directly into pleasure and play. And this doesn't mean that we spend eight hours in pleasure and play and then 12 minutes in work. Um, this means it's an attitude of life. Flirting is just enjoying yourself wherever yeah. you are. That's what flirting is with like no strings attached to, to anything and no obligations either. Mm -hmm to anybody else. I, I mean, think about the only thing that we allow ourselves to flirt with are babies. We, we will flirt with babies. Men and women will flirt with babies all day long. And there's like no attachments. It's just so much darn fun to flirt with a baby. So start flirting with your work, start mm -hmm. flirting and being playful with your to-do list. And what are we going to, what are we going to create today? What are, what are we going to do with all of that? That's one of the ways that you bend time and space. So you either want to expand time or collapse time. So you expand the amount of time that you have to get your tasks done, or you collapse the amount of time it takes you to do the task. And so you get playful and flirty and then you get focused. You so, get focused. So what I'm hearing is when we're in that playful um, and flirty energy, we're in a higher vibration oh, yeah. and so we're more focused to get things done and it feels lighter. And, and when we're yes. in kind of that more contract, uh, contracted place, if things feel denser, we're not as focused and it takes longer. So that's what you mean by bending the space and time is mm -hmm. coming from a more joyful, playful, flirty place. Yes. But, uh, but you also got to be disciplined because like, you can't be checking your email. You can't be checking your text. You got to flip your phone over. So you're not seeing those notifications. Like you, you got to start, like we got to have a container. So we got to let the masculine support the feminine. Cause this is yes. where women go off track all the time. They're like, masculine has robbed me of my joy and my radiance. So I'm just going to be in feminine, but you need both energies okay. to be able to create. And the masculine is designed to support the feminine. So the major function of feminine, and energy is desire. And the major function of masculine energy is the production of that desire. So if your desire is to have XYZ done today, then you got to have the, the strategies and the structure to be able to support that with the masculine energy. So if you want to bend time and space and you want to get this project done and you want to do it in 45 minutes, then you get into that whole energy of the completion energy and feeling successful and feeling accomplished, then getting playful with it. And then you, and then you have a time blocked container with that, where you're not looking at your email, you're not scrolling on Facebook, you're not doing any of those things, but you're focused on your work and you're doing it in just a really fun, playful way. And that's how you bend time and space. I love that. And that reminds me of, um, there's two different ways they, I know that Abraham Hicks calls it inspired action. 
And I think there's another Eastern term where it says effortless action. And that goes back to what you're, what you're saying is when we're coming from that playful, flirty place and we're focused, because like you said, we need the masculine and the feminine. I believe that. I, I don't believe I'm going to sit here and it's going to come. Like it, it takes a, a merging of the two. Yes. So I, I love um, how, you, how you say that, because you're right. When we're inspired and we're having fun with it, things move quicker. But mm -hmm. I, I also like how you said, but we also need to be committed and focused to the task and put the email away. Yes. Yes, for sure. And another thing that I love that Abraham Hicks says is they say that um, inspired action is action that's inspired by alignment. Yes. So if you're going into your office and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Are mm -hmm. you aligned? How, mm -hmm. how can you possibly get inspired action mm -hmm. when you are resisting whatever it is that you need to do? Mm -hmm. And so get aligned. That's get right. aligned. I call it calibrating. Calibrate, don't yes. manipulate. Calibrate, don't like manipulate. That. And that, that that's all of it. I mean, being in alignment. And yep. that's where, you know, I mean, we can go, this is a whole nother podcast, but when we're not in alignment, you know, we're going, you know, into those low vibration, into the negative mm -hmm. feelings and thoughts, which are, yes, necessary because it's reminding us something's out of alignment. Something's not right. How do we, we collaborate to get back? And one of those things that I use, like you mentioned, is the gratitude. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now after listening to your gratitude podcast, definitely going to be uh, more conscious of how I use gratitude. Cause you're right. Like, okay, I'm grateful for this and this and this, and I want more. So how to stay in that appreciation instead of jumping right off. Right. Well, and it really is like, there's nothing wrong for asking for more. Uh, that's yeah. what we're wired to do. We're, we're wired to grow our containers, but it's, it's the position that you're asking for more from mm -hmm. when you're really feeling appreciative and man, I have mm -hmm. enough right now because what you have enough of, you can get more what you already have enough of, the universe will give you more. Yes. But if you're coming at it from, I don't have enough and I need more, then what you're sending out is give me more of not enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're going to continue to get. And so it really is just feeling that profound gratitude, just, wow, thank you. I've got a fan above my head right now and it's moving the air and it feels so good. Thank you. Amen. And, wow. it's, and I, it's a game. Like I also play this as a game. I really do. Like, this is the game of life for me. And I play it every day. And, and it's got to be a game because I don't know about you, Grace, but I was playing life and work and business as if it was a sudden death match. Right? This has to work oh. or we'll be destroyed. Like, I kind of have a flair for the dramatic. I don't know if you can tell based on our conversation. But I literally remember telling that to one of my coaches. I said, we have to turn things around in the next 90 days or we'll be destroyed financially. Oh, please, Allison. Like, come on. Come on, drama mama. Seriously, were we destroyed in nine, in three months? No, we weren't. Did I end up creating a chapter 13 bankruptcy? Yes, I did. And it ended up being the greatest blessing of our life. I would never change it. Not from what I learned from it. I, I, I'm not going to do it again. I learned my lesson the first go around. Thank you very much. I don't think it's a matter of course that everybody has to do that, but it was my course that I needed to take. And so we, we have these huge ideas of what destruction looks like, <laughs> but because we play sudden death all the time with right. life, but you've got to well, gamify it. We get so serious, so serious. And we need to lighten up. Yes. We need to lighten up and we need to play. And that's why I use words like experiment. And that's why I use words like gamify because it was to change my own attitude. I've, I've okay. got to change the way that I'm approaching this. It's why my whole thing is called the prosperity approach because I, I had it. nailed down the scarcity approach. I love it. <laughs> I, I love the prosperity piece because yeah. we were created 
you know, in the image of our divine who is abundant. And so we are meant to live abundant lives. We just lose our path along the way somewhere. But I think that's the lesson. I think that's it is to go back to ourselves, to that abundance. And, and I love how you, you gamify. I think that's a great way to look at it. And, and that's what I've been doing. I'm like, this is a game. Okay. Where am I going to go today? One thing that I loved what you said too, is, you know, as, as coaches and entrepreneurs and, and leaders, I think sometimes there's a perception that, you know, we've come this far and, you know, we no longer have challenges, which is as long as we're breathing, <laughs> a challenge, like th that's, you know, we're not perfect. You know, we're, we're imperfectly flawed. What I loved mm -hmm. you said, and, and I could say the same is like, we are in the trenches with you. We're not riding unicorns and blowing rainbow <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> And, and there's many days that I might be, you know, on, riding on that unicorn. But what I, I loved how you said, like, we are in this with you. Like, we're in this collective. We know what's going on. I see it. I don't have rainbow colored glasses on. And I'm, I'm, and I'm, you know, navigating, you know, my own challenges. That doesn't mean that we still are not able to be the leaders. And I think it goes back to imposter syndrome. So many people think, well, you have to have it all together to be a leader, which I think that's ridiculous. Like. Who has it all together? All well, just look at the just look at any administration. You think any administration has it all together, and yeah. they're leading. So, so like, but 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 it is. It's 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 our brain trying to keep us in status quo. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's the brain wired in survival. So you have to challenge that all the time because I'm in the trenches with everybody. Like, gas is over five dollars a gallon where I live as well. Um, but my experience with that is different now. Um, if somebody is like, oh my gosh, it cost me $70 to fill up the gas tank. I I'm like, hooray, we've got gas to get us for another yeah. week or 10 days. And we, yeah. and we can go anywhere we want on this on this tank of gas. Like this is really wonderful. And I used to be that way complaining about buck 85 gas. Wow. Wish those days were back, right. but, but it is like, we're in the trenches, but if, but if you, if you want to do it right, you have to have a different experience in yes. those trenches and you've and got to give those trenches a different meaning. You got to give them a that, different meaning. And I love that. Cause I'm, I, I love when you said that because I'm still living in the collective with everyone as well. And I do the same thing. I choose to say, okay, yes, thank God that I can put, you know, the $110 in the chair, <laughs> you know, and if you can't, maybe I can put 20 and get me for three days. Right. And I've still got right. three more days and three days from the future doesn't even exist right and, now. And there's, there's always something, but like you said, we are going to move through this. We are, we are going to, yeah. I'm going to, I know we, like I said, I could be here with you forever. I'm going to ask you one more question and I know I'm going to be respectful of your time. Quantum leaping. What? Tell me about quantum leaping. Oh, quantum leaping is so much darn fun to do. We're actually giving you the fundamentals of quantum leaping right now. Um, quantum leaping happens when you get out of your own way, when you stop micromanaging the journey, when you understand how, and we'd even get to this conversation today, um, understanding how money works on a spiritual, feminine, and energetic level and letting your faith in God be your fortune and not your faith in your bank account. Um, quantum leaping happens when you know how to successfully reprogram your subconscious beliefs so that your running beliefs will actually lead you right to your result. 
Quantum leaping happens when you will lead with the feminine. It changes your whole experience, and that's how things can happen really, really quickly. Uh, but quantum leaping is actually really practical. There are, pra it, uh, I'm very practical. I I hope everybody can get that from me. Where we don't just, you know, Grace and I just, just don't just sit here in the lotus position and do alms for 15 yeah. minutes, and then everything changes. Like we get into work, and we get, we get into our day, and all of that as well. But there are practical pieces to this that will help you to quantum leap. It's about leading with the feminine. It's about what's your foundation? Is your foundation that you're about to go off a cliff? Or is your foundation that everything always works out for you and only good can come of this? You're going to have a totally different experience with life and completely different results when you start running those beliefs and buying into that belief system instead of the belief system that social media feeds you and spoon feeds you all day, every day. Oh. Um, and, and you can, you know, we don't have to be linear. We're not like quantum leaping isn't linear. And that's the same with feminine. Feminine isn't linear. Masculine is linear. So when you, when you understand the components that go into quantum leaping, that's how, you know, you went from January to July and then boom, things change. You're like, but the experiment's not over. Let's see what we can do in these next six months of okay. this year. By the way, you've totally inspired me with your experiment. I, I want to, I, I want to do that. As you well. inspired yeah. me. <laughs> Yes. I love that. I love that. I got to remind myself too, to get out of too much masculine. Um, you've got big dreams. I've got big dreams and it's like, yeah, ease, ease, ease yes. and flow, yes. ease and flow. Yes. We're not, yes. you know, we're not conditioned for ease and flow. Mm. We're conditioned for struggle and hard. That's right. And I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to be really vulnerable and share this with you and the audiences. I've always been a goal setter. There's always, there's always like an achievement. Okay. I have to achieve this this year. And 99% of the time I, I achieve it this year. I don't have anything on my to achieve. My to achieve is to be, and from the being I'm really, um, from the being, is what like I okay? I'm gonna see what I can attract and achieve from just the being. So I'll let you know how that goes in December. <laughs> That's a very ambitious goal. I cannot wait to hear back from you in December. I'm totally gonna reach out to you and see how it goes because I know it's gonna end in something spectacular. Thank you. That, and you that. you are spectacular. I I love your form, formula for rising up. I love um you know your process courses and everything you do, I think it's so necessary for us, for all of us to kind of get into that mindset. And I really appreciate you having me. I definitely want to bring you back for a quantum leap podcast. I love, it. I would love, I it. love that. We could talk about that and please tell our audience where they can find you. Oh, well, I would love if you've enjoyed this conversation, you want to get to know me a little bit better. I would love it if you listen to my podcast. It's called The Prosperity Approach. You can go to prosperityapproach.com slash listen or just go. It's on all the major platforms. It's also on YouTube. I do a video podcast as well. So you can find me there also. But I would love to give you a freebie. Is that OK, Grace, if I Absolutely. do that for your audience? And what you could do is you could send it and we'll put it in the um, podcast once we package it up and we can put it here. here OK, too. OK. Excellent. It's my prosperity guide. So it's 52 different things that I did to help me let go of overwhelm and stress and really live a life without struggle. And that's over at prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways. I'm all about making it real. I'm all about being super practical, but I also am very insistent that life meet me on my terms instead of me begging life to give me a scrap because I used to do that and life will pay you whatever you demand of it. So this helps you to demand a higher wage of life so that it will, and it will pay you that. I promise it will Absolutely. pay you that. So hopefully Absolutely. that will be helpful. I love that. And like, I, I, I 
100% am with you on that, Allison. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. It was amazing. I could have kept going. Uh, I could talk I about this with you for days, Grace. This has been such a blessing in my life. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you all of you for joining us and for watching the replay. I appreciate you. I see Christina, Christina Flutch was with us. Oh, my God. Hey, love. It was so good to see you. And thank you all. I am grateful for you because I know there's so many different places you could be. Thank you so much. I wish you a magical rest of the day. Thank you. Allison, hang on with me. Take care all. Hey love, thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.